Welcome to this week's episode of Your Next Generation Hotel Podcast. Replacing Joseph this week is myself, Mark Abraham. I'm a co-founder of Shackle, um, and I hope you enjoy me interviewing some guests over the next couple of weeks. Joe will definitely be back, um, maybe even next week. For this episode, I was delighted to have Mark Simpson, who's the founder of Boostly. It was a really, really insightful conversation. Mark is a social media guru. He's an award winner. His goal is to help over a million hospitality owners increase their profits. And that's primarily around driving direct bookings and taking the reliance away from OTAs. There was lots of actionable insights that you could implement straight after listening to this. I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Mark, welcome to your Next Generation Hotel podcast. Thanks so much for, for joining us. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, you're so welcome. And Mark, I want to kind of dive into your LinkedIn quote, which really caught my attention. And I'll read it out and then let you kind of take us away. So your goal is to help a million hospitality owners increase their direct bookings, cut down on commission costs and boost their profit margins. Can you just talk to me about that statement? Because it's pretty punchy. Yeah, no, thank you for uh, for checking that out. I've been uh, I've been trying to work on my LinkedIn, my, my personal LinkedIn for a while now to make it a bit more punchy. So I'm glad that it stood out. So yeah, I mean, as we all know, anybody who's tuning in from this doesn't matter whether it's, you know, a hotel owner or just an operator in the hotel, or even if you've just got some form of short stay accommodation, you'll know that our industry is built on the reliance of the over-reliance on booking.com, Airbnb, Expedia, and, and uh, you know, rising up now, Google, Google hotel ads. So my background is, is, is hospitality, grew up in it, worked in it, and now I help hospitality owners, managers, sort of show them how they can utilize social media, email marketing, and, and Google themselves on how they can actually increase their direct bookings. So it's, been a, it's obviously been a, a, a big problem, probably I would say for the last 10 years. Now, we're very fortunate on one hand, as in we can start up a business or we have a business that we can just put our business on a website and we can pretty much guarantee bookings. We're in an industry that is oversubscribed, even you know, as we're, we're currently chatting during lockdown, where we're going to start to be coming out of lockdown. We are in an oversubscribed business, whereas in, if you've got a, a season, say July and August, you could pretty much rent out or book out your property two or three times over. I don't know any other industries out there where you can just put your business on a website and then you can just have massive demand for it. So in, in one retrospect, we are very fortunate that we have the likes of Booking.com, Expedia and Airbnb. But on the other hand, you have to give up so much uh, data and money to have that privilege. So, you know, for anybody who doesn't know who may be looking at getting into this industry, it's 15% minimum with, with booking.com, Expedia, and that can go up to 20, 25, 30%, depending on what commission rate you've got. Airbnb starts off at sort of three, 4%, but then that obviously goes up as, as well. And the guest has to pay that, that commission. Now that's one half and then the data half as well. So when a guest books via booking.com, the information that you get from booking.com is just guess at booking.com. You really, you, you don't get their real email address and data, you know, if anybody's been watching the great hack and, and the Brexit and Cambridge Analytica, they will, that those Netflix documentaries explain to you just how powerful and, and pricey data is now. It's the most expensive commodity in the world. These big companies know this. Now the problem for us, which is, you know, small business owners, 
independent hotel owners or guest house owners or rental owners. The problem is, is that you can start off by letting booking.com, Airbnb, Expedia bring in all these bookings. But what happens if they pull the rugs out from under your feet? So what happens, like happened in March, all of the bookings and reservations that were in and the government announced lockdown and Airbnb just do that. And they send a message to everybody who's booked at your property saying you can cancel free of charge. No communication with you as the host, no communication to saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. They just did it. And then everybody has to just figure out what to do on the back of it. And, and, that, and that was the problem. And that was the thing that happened. And when you build your house on somebody else's land, that is the sort of stuff that is, is going to happen on, on the flip side. So everybody is now sort of looking at direct bookings. And this is why, you know, I'm, I'm getting very popular at the moment because for the last four years, I've been talking about the power of direct bookings. You know, how as a business owner, you have to go out and get your own bookings. You don't have to just rely on old previous marketing tactics where in the past you just list it on these sites and it just, you're going to basically rely on these guys. So my goal over the next 20 years is to help 1 million hospitality business owners all over the world increase their direct bookings and cut down on the over-reliance. And there's two ways that we, we do it. There's either number one, we petition or we sort of go to the governments and say, hey, you know, this is bad. Look at what these guys are doing. You know, we take so much in commission costs. They don't give us any of the data, X, Y, and Z, which is never going to work. Number two is where we could just uh, bitch and moan about it on our socials and whatnot, which wouldn't work. Or we can do the other, which is being proactive. And this is the, the way that I want to go down it. My, my goal is to educate the owners, the hotel managers, the guest house owners and the rental owners first. And then in turn, we'll educate the public because the public, they naively think that when they come onto booking.com and they come and book a property, that that property just has to pay like an annual subscription charge or it's free to be on there. They don't realize that every booking, we have to pay such a high commission rate to booking.com. And if you've got a, a hundred room property, then and your commission rates are super high. So my, my goal, educate the owners, as many owners as possible. That's why I've got that big goal of, of a million all over the world. And then in turn, I will show the owners how to communicate to their guests to get across the message of book direct. So you'd be surprised. I reckon it's 91% of the websites that I look at. And I've looked at thousands of websites over the last four years of doing this. Not one mention on the homepage of the benefits of booking directly with a property instead of booking via a third party. So if I can just do that one thing, I'll educate all of the owners and then I'll be able to educate all of the guests because my ultimate goal is to get booking.com to realize and Expedia and Airbnb not to just treat us like numbers, actually treat us like partners. They, they use this term partners a lot at booking.com, but the way they've treated us in March, that's not how you treat a business partner. You know, that is literally how you treat a number. So I want them to eventually realize that we know what we're doing. We're not just lazy. We can actually get our own bookings. So they will then lower their commission rates and give us more power back. So that's, that's my big, my big goal. And just on that, which is an incredible goal, and I'm sure there's lots of people listening going, tell us, Mark, how do we do it? So if you were to be sitting in front of a hotel manager right now, and you were to say, here are some tangible actions that this week you could start to implement to take the reliance away from OTAs, what would they be? Well, the first one is the one that so many hotels don't do, and that is bid on brand. So you'd be amazed at how many people 
will Google search your property. Now, when you sign that contract with booking.com, Expedia, whoever, nobody reads the T's and C's, but buried in that T's and C's with booking.com and whatnot, it says that we can use your brand name to advertise on Google ads. Google and Expedia are some of the top 11 companies in the world for ad spend on Google. They spend billions and that's not just hospitality. I'm, I'm including, you know, the big boys in that. These guys spend so much money in Google ad spend trying to uh, get people onto the website because once somebody lands on booking.com or Airbnb, that again, they've invested millions. They've got teams that will make sure that when they land on the website or the app, it's like a mousetrap, you know? So when you as the hotel manager, wherever you are, Sunderland, London, York, Manchester, or anywhere in the world, you can just run a simple Google search and just type in your business name, your hotel name in the, property, in, in the location where you're at. Now, when you run this, I pretty much guarantee that there'll be a booking.com ad above your generic website because we all naively think if someone puts my business name in, my website should come at the very top but that's not the case. I've done a, a full YouTube video explaining this process, showing you how to set it up. If you just go to boostly.co.uk forward slash bid on brand, it will take you into YouTube. But this is one of the most simplistic things that you can do right now. And within 48 hours, you will have a very, very powerful new marketing tactic that will drive people not only to your website on a bid on brand search, but you can also direct it to where they can call you direct from Google. They can go to your booking page from Google. And again, you're fighting fire with fire. And that's, that's the, the one tactic. And again, I've spoken at many conferences. I've spoken at many events. Wherever I go and I'm showing this tactic, I actually do the research and find some of the hotel owners or marketing managers that are going to be there. And I pull up a Google search with their property in the room. And I'm not doing that to be a dick and belittle them. I'm showing them because that is literally what, what Google are doing right now. And I show them how they can combat that. So yeah, that's, that's the one first thing that I would get everybody to do. Amazing. That is, um, that's as tangible as they come. So thank you, Mark, for, for giving it out there. Uh, one thing that I, when I talk to hotel managers is, especially independent hotel managers, like are OTAs a necessary evil? Like when you say, I want to increase their direct bookings, does that mean that you're going to be one day 100% direct bookings? Or does it just mean that you have a better ratio of OTA to direct? Yeah, I mean, we're never going to get rid of them. They are a necessary evil. But again, like I said in my little mini rant at the start, is that we are very fortunate that we have got a business and we can start up a business today. I can start up a hotel anywhere in the UK and you know, without having to build my own fan base or anything like that, I can just go, right, pictures, minimal wording, dump it on booking.com, dump it on Airbnb, dump it on Expedia, and you can pretty much guarantee that you will get some form of booking, even if you do nothing else. So we're very fortunate in that extent. But again, I find that so many people get lazy and they over-rely on it. And I've met people from doing what I do that have a 95% reliance on bookings coming in on the OTAs. So wow. I have known people specifically in the States that have lost thousands in March because they have got 95% reliance on Airbnb bringing in their, their new bookings. So again, it's not, you know, those, those people, and there are people out there, hospitality communities is my Facebook group, my free Facebook group. We've got over 4,000 members in from all over the world. And we've got, we've got people in there that say, yep, I've come off all the OTAs. I'm just 100% booked direct. You know, I don't advocate that. 
what I'm advocating is make the OTAs work for you and not the other way around. And that's what I do with simple little tactics and tips that I've used. Right now, I'm sat in, in, in my family uh, bed and breakfast and holiday cottages in Scarborough. It's a granary farm stay. I grew up here. It's a sixth generation farm. It's been running for over 30 years. I came, came back into this in uh, full time in 2012, helping them here. And again, it's just a simple tactics and tips that I learned from my time in London when I worked at Yelp and quite doing uh, their sales and marketing for them. Just put the practices in, in here. And I've just sort of learned along the way, um, discovered really insightful people like Noah Kagan, uh, Tim Ferriss, Pat Flynn, uh, more closer to home in the UK, Dan Meredith, and then just sort of gone down those sort of routes and just learned from them and then just put it into hospitality. And now what I do is I just show other people what I've done and, and how they can do it. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's proven to be really effective. Yeah, but listen, I found you via your content, so it's certainly working. If I was a hotel manager, and you mentioned something about the website, and I don't know if you'll have data on this, but maybe we just have to have an assumption for the purpose of the, the question. When people search on booking.com, and they search London, and they, pick, they find this hotel, do you think that they then go to Google to look at the gallery of that hotel separately? Do you think they then go to the homepage of the website? And is there... Uh, a chance there for the hotel to put up some perk front and center of the website to say, if you book direct, you get X, Y, and Z. Is that a trick they're missing? Yeah, 100%. I think we naively think that people don't Google search our name after finding us on booking.com. There's been tons of recent surveys uh, and uh, facts and white labels and white papers being put out by Skift and many other organizations. And what what we're discovering now is that a lot of people, as a high majority, I haven't got the numbers to hand, but let's just say high 80% plus, they will start their search off on one of these things, mobile phone. And what they'll do is they'll maybe go onto booking.com or wherever, but they're not booking there and then. They're maybe saving it because then they have to go and chat to a partner or just check dates, X, Y, and Z. And then what they're doing later is they're coming back on to the computer. They're coming back onto the computer, to the desktop, to the laptop to make the booking. And what they're doing is they'll find a property and then they'll run a Google search. Now, what they're doing is they're looking for the best price. Now, with the introduction of Trivago and, you know, now that Google are really taking an interest in meta search, people aren't just clicking and booking on the first thing that they see. They're, they're clicking around. It's one of the reasons why Hilton... Hilton Hotels ran a really effective uh, marketing campaign that was called don't click around or stop clicking around, you know, and it was to get people to co come into them. I mean, if, if, if there's any independent hotel manager that is, that is watching this and you want to get inspiration on, on, on campaigns to do in the future, just look at what the big boys are doing. Hilton, Marriott, Premier Inn in the UK, they've got really cool and effective advertising campaigns where it promotes Book Direct because they know the benefits of this at scale. And again, you can easily sort of put this into practice. But again, one of, one of the things that a lot of people are doing now is they're finding a property on the phone and they're going back and running a Google search to find out more information. And again, that, that bid on brand search is what booking.com rely on because when the Google search comes up and booking.com have got the ad right at the top, they are speaking to the guest. It's best rates guarantee, flexible cancellation policy, X, Y, Z, you know, when really we all know 
that it's not always the best rates guarantee if you book via these channels. So what we've got the ability to do when we fight fire with fire, we can put right there. So property name, official hotel website. And because it's Google ads, you can just, you don't have to worry about SEO ranking or anything like that. What you put in the little text, you can put best rates guaranteed or early check-in book direct benefits. When you book direct, here's the link to do so here's the phone number to do so. And you can have it right there at the top of Google. And because you're doing bid on brand, because that keyword is super specific, it's pennies, you know, it's 20, 20 P per click, 30 P per click. Instead of those that, you know, there'll be people tuning into this who have run Google ads before, and you'd be lucky to spend in anything less than one pound a click for Google ads. It's very expensive if you get it wrong, but if you adopt this practice, and again, I've said it showed you how to set it all up, how to do the keywords, how to do the phrases, booster.co.uk forward slash bid on brand, all one word. It'll take you to a YouTube video. Just go and give it a watch. It shows you how, how to do it and how you can track your conversions as well. Yeah, I love that. And we'll obviously link everything in the show notes. We actually were having a conversation with one of our hotel partners because what we're suggesting to do is to do a bit of A-B testing. So obviously with Shaka, we provide you know, the contactless stay. So check in, use the, the phone for your, your door and, and the, the contactless checkout, the express checkout. And we were saying, if you just offer that for people who book direct, so on your website, you use that as a hook to get people to book direct. And it, it can be for a couple of weeks just where you do a bit of A-B testing and see if there was an increase in conversion of direct bookings. And you'll slowly find out what actual marketing campaigns or hooks work for the guests to book direct because you'll see those ratios kind of one will go down and one will go up. Is there any things from your experience that you've seen work super well, like, you know, cocktails on arrival or whatever it may be for booking direct? Well, this is something that I know not only works for, but I've tried and tested it here, tried and tested it with clients all over the world and it, and it works and it's, and it's something that is really simple. But again, we, we all really take for granted and that's early checking. Now, I know when I say the words early check-in, hotel managers or marketing managers, well, marketing managers don't mind. The hotel manager who's thinking about their cleaning stuff, they go, oh, what's this guy talking about? But this is the thing. Now, on average, the check-in time is, say, 1, 2 p.m. around the world. It doesn't matter whether it's rental or hotel. Let's just say 1 or 2 p.m. Let's just say 1 p.m. for this example. Now, I'm not saying to reduce your, uh, your check-in time to 12 or 11 a.m. I'm not doing that. Your cleaning team will be happy. But what you do is you keep your check-in time at 1 p.m. You keep it at 1 p.m. on your website and anybody who books direct. What you do, and this is the sneaky bit, you go to your OTAs and you put the check-in time to 3 p.m. or 4 p.m. So you are punishing people for booking via a third party. Now, when you sign that contract with booking.com, they tell you about rate parity. So the price that you have on your website has to be the same on booking.com. Otherwise, we will come at you. They have nothing on incentives. So again, this is where you can start to be a little bit sneaky here. And we take it one step further. When any booking comes in, you have an automated email that goes out from your property management software, PMS. Now we use free to book, but there's a Vivo, there's, there's tons of them. There's loads, you know, there's 200 PMSs. So the automated email that goes out, we have it where it's formulated and it's very structured to getting people to look at this check-in time thing. So it'll be, hey Mark, thank you so much for your booking here. Uh, your check-in date is here. Checkout date is here. Total price is here please read the following information. And again, we've got a little asterisk, so make sure that people look at it. Check-in times. If you have booked with us directly 
Um, your check-in time is 1 p.m. And indirectly, it'll be like email, phone call, website. Your check-in time is 1 p.m. If you have booked with us via a third party, i.e. booking.com, Airbnb, et cetera, your check-in time is 4 p.m. Now, every single guest see that. All right. It goes out automated to everybody. Now, if you've booked via booking.com and you're planning on coming down to London for um, an event, a conference, you know, anything that we used to enjoy before COVID turned the world upside down, you'd be going, I want to, I want to check in early. And so all you got to do is just say, if you want to check in early, or if you want to amend anything from your stay, please call us directly. And again, you've got your, your, your team. If you're in a big hotel, you know, you've got your reception or your sales team, or, you know, for, for, for mom and pop services, solo business owners, just put your mobile. And what happens is, I would say 6% of the time, you'll get a phone call. Hey, Mark, just got your email. Thanks so much. Uh, I want to I check in early. How do I check in early? No problem, Mr. Mr. Abraham. Don't you worry about it. We'll sort you out. Just please, can you confirm your email address? So you're getting the real email address, the one that booking.com don't give you. Yeah, absolutely, Sam. And can you just confirm to me, please, your card details, X, Y, and Z. All you need to do, you cancel down that booking. There'll be no charge. Don't worry about that. I'll book it in. I'll make all the amendments. And then you'll get an email confirmation from us. That works an absolute treat. Now, again, at this point, when I say this, and I do it on a webinar or a conference or whatever, there's always somebody who sticks a hand up and says, isn't that against the laws? Isn't that going to mess up your algorithm? No, no, and no. Because again, it's not you instigating the cancellation. It's not me calling up the guest and going, Mark, you've booked on booking.com. What you're doing, what you're doing, what you're doing. Cancel, cancel, cancel. It's the guest who's called me and it's the guest who's insinuated it. And because the guest has canceled that stay, it in no way, shape or forms affects the algorithm. If you had canceled that booking via your PMS, then yeah, your algorithm, your ranking on booking.com will go phoom, falls. But because it's the guest that's doing it, it's sound. So it's a win-win. So I love it. Doesn't I, I work every time, you know what I mean? But it's it's very, very, very effective. It's doing something that you're not doing now. I can just imagine hotel managers listening right now, texting their marketing team saying meeting 9 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I love it. Let's kind of I think we you've nailed OTAs and direct bookings, and I think the value has been incredible. I love when we get actionable insights where people can literally, you know, pause the podcast and take some notes. That's that's what we're here to do. I want to move on to this post-COVID era, and you, I'm seeing marketing videos come out left, right, and center of their new cleaning standards, they're, the way they're cleaning. Yeah, I'm in two minds of it. I, I don't know what to make of it personally. I haven't made my mind up. Do you think it's been overdone? Well, I think the whole world is coming into this new normal, and it's at such a weird time. We're recording this, what, start of June. So depends on where you are in the world depends on what state you're in depends on on what you do as your business people are allowed or not allowed to come and stay with you or work or take business with you and there is a recent study done in america fuel travel interviewed over 15,000 travelers so they've got an extensive traveler base and there's two key words that came out of this survey and the number one was worrying about their stay having to cancel, which you can get around with worry-free cancellation. The number, the, the other one though, was safety. Stay, safety is a massive concern. And, you know, in, in my personal opinion, when lockdowns is reduced and people can book, I think rental units are going to bounce back first before hotels because, you know, with, with hotels, there is a lot of moving variables that people have got to get around in their head. 
So how can you, in the simplest and easiest way, align fears? Well, that is it done with an email or a social media campaign, a video showing exactly what, what you're doing. I mean, just go and look at Ryanair as an example. They've done a full video, two-minute, three-minute YouTube video showing exactly what they are doing because the airline industry right now, airline industry is must be absolutely panicking. There, there must be companies who, who are literally thinking, well, how the hell are we going to get people on a plane? Because yeah. of the fear of how it spreads and, and all of that. And, you know, the, again, we're, we're in a time in the world where even the, lead, the world's leading scientists haven't got a clue. They are making up as they go along, depending on the results that they're getting. And, and me, I'm personally thinking, speaking right now, I, I don't live in, in England. I live in Spain. I came back in the middle of March on the 11th with my family, three boys, one-year-old, four-year-old, seven-year-old, and my wife. We came back to London for the short stay show. Uh, that was on the 11th of March. Our flight back was on the 16th of March to Spain. We never got back on that plane. And we're still here now. We can't get back. <laughs> we cannot get back. So we are in this very tricky situation of do we fly? Or do we just drive and get on the Eurotunnel or a ferry or whatever? And that is literally, normally, we'd just jump on a plane, two hours, we'll be back. But because of the current situation and the world is how it is, we, we don't know what we're going to do. And again, to answer your question, a long way around of going it, I think anything that you can be doing to align any fears that your previous guests or your future guests may have is, is of a benefit. And... Right now, it may seem like overkill, but I think overkill or overdoing it is better than staying quiet. There are so many businesses that have just gone dark in this phase. They, they just haven't done anything. They've, they've furloughed the marketing team. They've cut over advertising costs. They've literally just dropped off the face of the planet. There are those that have stayed active. There are those that have stayed proactive. There are those that have kept the team on and they're doing bits and bobs. Those are the ones that are top of mind. Those are the ones that are going to bounce back first. So in a long way around of answering your question, I'm all for it. <laughs> okay, good. And listen, you've sold me. I do think, um, I do think overkill is, is certainly better than, than going, going silent. I want to finish on uh, another takeaway um, because I think the first few were so good. If you, again, to give, to give you the idea, if you were sitting in front of a hotel manager and they asked you, what are the top three things that my hotel could do that could instantly improve my social media presence? And you can pick whatever platform you want to talk about. Um, but what would be the top three things you'd be having that chat? I think that the main thing that so many people don't do, and I don't know if it's like that, the higher you go up in like the chains or whether it's just, um, I don't know, it's just like the age of the owner or whatnot, but nobody actually talks about their business. Nobody, you know, if, if you're part of a group, you know, nobody actually talks about their themselves. They don't show off their, their team. They don't show off their own independence. If you're in a touristy area, like London, for example, or on a coast, there are hundreds of businesses to choose from. And, you know, the reason why people come and stay at independent properties over, say, Travelodge or Premier Inn or Marriott or whatever is that personal connection that you can get. And I don't understand why people don't document their day to day at their business. The, the best example that I will ever give in the world of hotel, uh, Mr. Paul Stenson, 
of the Cherville Lodge, White Moose Cafe over there in, in, in Dublin. He, he does the whole outrage marketing, but he, he does it <laughs> so well. You know him? The inf- he, he went in on the influencers who were looking yeah, for, yeah. Free, for free nights. Yeah, that's of course, well, I'm got, Irish, so I know him. <laughs> that's how he got famous. That's how he got like, world famous. That's how he got like, big famous. I've known him for a, a lot longer before that because of his videos that he did to take the mick out of TripAdvisor and things like that. You know, I've spoken to him many a times and he is somebody that does it at a very good basis. And again, he has got, if you look at it, the hotel isn't the best as in terms of where it is, as in terms of what you get, as in terms of all of that. But he and the, the cafe and his hotel could be booked out four or five times over because of his social media presence, because he documents not only his, his, his life, his partner's life, his dog's life, his staff's life. And you know he documents a day-to-day there. Now, I have never stayed there, but I know the staff, I know the kitchen staff, I know all of that, the waiting on staff, everybody, because of how he documents it. Now, it doesn't take a lot. The beauty of this and the beauty of Instagram, for example, is you do a little 15-second video and it appears on the stories that then links into Facebook. You know, you can have somebody, a member of team, just documenting it throughout the day. You take all of those videos and then you can uh, put it into a, a free app called Quick, Q-U-I-K. Save them all to your phone, put them into Quick. It makes it into a little one-minute movie. Guess what? That's repurposed content then for LinkedIn, for TikTok for Twitter, and you can start sharing it about. So again, the the big misconception with social media is that it takes a long time and there's no trackable return of investment. Well, it's nonsense. You just got to be active. If you're active and you've got a strong social presence and you back it up with a really good email marketing campaign, which again, doesn't take a lot of time. And the beauty of all of this is that you don't have to spend any money. You know, I'm a Yorkshireman. (laughs) <laughs> if, if, if I'm going to not spend money, obviously that's a win. And I, and I the, the, the reason why my training works is because I encourage everybody not to spend any money. <laughs> this is the beauty of it because I'm a true Yorkshireman. So again, social media costs nothing. Email marketing costs nothing. With MailChimp, uh, SendFox, again, it's free. Uh, you know, it only starts to cost when you get good at it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So by then it's got a, a clear return of investment. So yeah, just start documenting your day document over create and you'll be amazed at what happens if you're doing your a b tests and all that just give it a go for 90 days right now you could literally be documenting what is going on the property even though you're not open what are you doing to getting ready you know if you want if you want an easy out and i picked up this trick i'm I'm, I'm a massive traveler i love traveling me and my wife both love traveling we've traveled loads all over the world without children and with children and in 2017 i had alfie and charlie so frankie wasn't here but the two boys and we went around india and we went around rajasthan for a whole month and we were staying in a hotel which was in jodhpur and i've never seen this done before but i rave about it since and what happened was at the point of checkout the owner came up to us really nice. We're sat there waiting for our taxi to take us to the bus station. He just said, uh, would you mind doing a super quick Facebook live with your review of the property? And we said, yeah, sure. So he wasn't on camera. So it doesn't matter. Like he wasn't on camera, but we were on camera. We did a Facebook, a Facebook live. So it wasn't like we just did, took a picture or anything like that. This is a Facebook live. And again, Facebook love live videos at the moment. Facebook live for about one minute where he was asking us questions about the stay, what we liked and whatnot. And again, we took that, we shared it on our personal profile. We shared it on our Instagrams and whatnot. They got a ton of extra traffic 
because again he's tapping into like the the influencer market the the, the small level influencer marketing you got to think of all of your guests as influencer marketers don't you don't think about the kim kardashians or the love island rejects or anything like that think of like your guests as influencers you know these 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 are going to be how you build up like your super fans and things like that work amazingly well and again cost nothing it's a simple ask people love it and again uh, it, it massively spread the reach and uh, again this was in the middle of india you know what i mean it's like the middle of nowhere so massively massively recommend you to start doing that amazing can we finish on a positive are you positive for the future of hospitality travel tourism give us something good mark oh 100 the just like anything the cream rises to the crop the good businesses will be here the shit businesses will not be here if you've got a good business and if you've got your systems and your structures in place and you've got all these things in, in, in place and you've got a decent direct booking uh, platform at hand, social media, email, you'll be here. Why? Because unlike a lot of other industries, what is the one thing that humans love to do? They love to have a vacation. They, there's people being sat in lockdown for 10 weeks and they've been sat staring at the same walls and the same people and the same, having the same routine, you know? There's two businesses that are going to do really well. Hairdressers, barbershops are going to do amazingly well. And hospitality is going to be the other because people love to look forward to going somewhere, doing something. It doesn't matter what type of recession or whatever is going to come next. People love to get away. So we are in a very fortunate position where we can provide accommodation to these people that want to get away. The, the people that have sat on their hands, the people that have done nothing and gone dark, it's going to be a lot harder for you. The people that over rely on third parties, then it's going to be a lot harder for you. Those of you that have built up an email list, those of you that have built up a social media following, those of you that are top of mind, you're going to bounce back hard. You're going to bounce back fast and you're going to get a lot of those bookings. So yeah, it's hundred percent with everybody around the world. Everybody who's doing it right. Everybody who's in my world, the Boostly, Boostly.co.uk website, the hospitality community, Facebook group, anybody who tunes in, I've been giving, all I do is give actionable tips and advice. If you've enjoyed this, come and come and find us out. We've got the podcast, YouTube channel. We've got everything. So yeah. Thank you for having me. You just preempted my last question, which was where can people find you? So thanks for doing that for me. But Mark, on a, on a serious note, I really do appreciate it. It was so actionable. The insights were incredible and I hope it brings value. And on that note, thank you so much. Really enjoyed it. And if you listened and you enjoyed it, if you could please share this, I think it really does help. Get in touch with Mark. I'm sure he's open to answering any questions you have. Share it to your friend, share it to your hotel manager friend and give us a subscribe and a like. It always helps. So we'll see you on the next one.